Hello, and welcome to the Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name's Shari, and welcome to this week's episode. You know, I honestly feel like starting this week's episode with, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I had so much fun. Okay, let's backtrack a little bit. I don't know if anybody recalls, but a few weeks ago, I was talking about the fact that, uh, you know, my usual, bingo is opening up. Yeah, 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 bingo is opening up. But uh, one of the things I was talking about is that uh, in Las Vegas, the casinos were having these uh, tournaments. And one of them I was talking about was something at a hotel called uh, South Point. South Point is in Las Vegas. And they had this big bingo tournament coming up. It was the uh, the Super Gala, uh, I think it what it was called, something something gala. Anyway, it was just ungodly expensive. I thought it was uh, like three hundred sixty. Excuse me, it was like three hundred and sixty dollars to buy in, and then you had to buy all these packs, you know. And I was kind of lamenting the fact or whining about the fact that after paying three hundred and sixty dollars, all you got was a nine on pack, which again everybody should know what that is. But it's just basically nine little cards on a single sheet, and uh, you know for three hundred sixty dollars. It's like, that seems kind of piddly. But the thing is that these games that they were playing, and I think all total, uh, it was like 30 games, uh, they were playing $10,000 a game, except for four games, which are actually paying $50,000 a game. So it was like amazing. I just couldn't believe it. That's an awful lot of money to win on a single game of bingo. So um wasn't planning on it, but just for the hell of it, you know, I said, you know what, I'm actually going to be in Las Vegas during that time. I was going to be visiting my family. So just for the hell of it, I was going to try to see if I could get into that uh, tournament. So they put the the game on sale, uh, whatever day it was, it was a while ago, it was um, like at nine o'clock in the morning. And I thought, just for the hell of it, let me see if I can get into this game. And so I got up, I was, you know, up for the heck of it, I was just up and I tried to start calling at nine o'clock. Couldn't get through. Oh my God, this, which is unusual because I've done tournaments in Las Vegas before, uh, much lower payouts, but uh, never had any trouble kind of getting in. I mean, because you could call days later and get in, it was never any kind of a problem. So I was. Uh, a little taken aback by the fact that I couldn't get through this number. So I'm like, you know, doing the basic robo-dow, calling, 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 can't get through, line's busy, can't get through, can't get through. So just like getting really frustrated because I've been calling for a while now and absolutely can't even get to anybody to talk to. Uh, I did get a couple of the proverbial, oh, just a minute, can you hold please, and then got hung up on, but never really got through to anybody. So at a certain point, you're like, okay, this isn't going to happen. But I said, let me try just one more thing to make sure that you know, that I'm I'm doing the right thing. So what I did is I called uh, the main line for like reservations and I got this lady and she's like, no, no, they're there. And she hooked me up to these people. And I finally got through to somebody who um, eventually said, yeah, it is absolutely all sold out. But what you can do is you can get on a wait list. So I said, okay, that's fine. Again, I'm not, really not thinking this is going to happen, but what the heck, why not? Let's go on the wait list. So I was number 23, and the lady explained to me that you will always be number 23. If you call back to check, they're not going to say, oh, now you're number 10 or you're number 5 or whatever. They're always going to say you're number 23, but they'll say at what level they're at. Like, okay, they've, they're at levels, uh, or excuse me, I should say number, what number they're at. They'll, they'll say, okay, we, we're at number 17 or whatever. So 
So I did, and I said that was fine. And I, was, and I wasn't too worried about it because in addition to this particular game, they also had something that was being called the Super Session. And like I said, I was already going to be in Vegas, and I wasn't worried about the big tournament. I thought, no worries. It's much easier to do the Super Session. You don't have to make a reservation. And it still pays a decent amount. It still paid uh, like a, roughly $1,200 a game, and they had a coverall that was $5,000. So that was good. That was respectable. That'd be fun. It was like easy going and you know and you um can't remember if you got a nine on if you got a six on but uh you were going to have to still buy additional uh packs if you wanted to be kind of competitive you know and that's the key thing keep that in mind being competitive but anyway so i was really excited it's like fine i'm going to be in vegas i love bingo it's going to be a big tournament let me go let me try to win you know some money again 30 games so it was fine and uh, didn't think much about it time's going on i did call a couple of times just to see what my status was you know at one point i called and they said oh they're at number 11 that's great and uh oh yeah by the way th- you had a deadline for this if you wanted to cancel on the gala people who paid for their packs already. If they wanted to cancel, they had to do it by July 1st. So I said, okay, I'll be sure to check back like on July 2nd, because if they've got any cancellations, that's when they should have all the cancellations. So so no biggie. So at one point, like I said earlier, I had called and I was 11. Uh, and then I called back later on, on July 2nd, and I and they were only at 13. So I was like, oh, shoot, that's, that's not a lot of cancellations. <laughs> Things aren't looking good. But again, I'm fine. I'm not worried about it because I can still play uh, the super session, which is just easy peasy and uh, do my thing. But anyway, so time goes on. I finally go to Vegas. I'm there visiting my family. And as I was out doing something, I don't recall exactly what it was. I think I was dropping something off at my niece or picking something up. But whatever, while I was out and killing time, I said, you know what? On the paper, when you're looking at it for the super session, it actually says reservations are not required. And I pretty much assumed that it was just basic walk-in, but just for, just for the hell of it, because, you know, uh, I'm lazy, uh, I wanted to see if you could reserve something. So I decided to call them. I said, okay, let me call real quick. And just to clarify, I'm pretty sure that you you can't make reservations, even though it says reservations not required, as opposed to uh you can't make reservations. Let me call just to confirm. So I call the box office and I say, you know, hi, I'm coming. I'm in town. I'm going to do this. And I am planning on playing in your super session. Uh, and it says reservations aren't required, but can you make reservations at all? And the lady's like, no, you can't make reservations at all. And I said, you know what? long as I have you on the phone, uh, can you tell me where they are for the uh, super gala? You know, what number did they get up to for the wait list? And she's like, yeah, I don't think they, they, they've gone very far. They're only at like number 21 or 22. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, 21 or 22? Well, heck, I'm 23. And she said, oh, really? Okay, well, she said, I'm just guessing. Let me cook you up with the people who've got the stuff and we'll let you know. So she does it. So she, so she um, hooks me up with the cor- correct person. And the person says, yeah, we're at number 22. <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe it? Wouldn't that be my luck? Because by the way, I didn't say that the, the contest was like two days away. Okay, it was really coming up and stuff. But I said, that would just be my freaking luck that I am number 23 and they're going to tap out at number 22. So I just thought that was funny. But anyway, long story short, I really wasn't planning on doing it. It was a lot of money. To me, it was a lot of money. And I'm cheap, so it was a lot of money. But uh, a little bit later, I get a phone call. And they say, you know, they're calling. And if you want to play, you can play. You know, just confirm. And I 
was like, sure, why not? Got to do this. I mean, how often do you get to play for $10,000 a game, you know? And you got 30 games on two separate days for a total of 60 games and have the possibility of winning $50,000. So it's like, okay, let's do this. So I did. And I I just was so tickled. I just can't believe I got to uh, do something as crazy as this, which again, for me was crazy, but just the, the coolest thing to get to do. And I'm so excited. I didn't realize, you know, I, uh, what I didn't know, okay? Isn't that the thing? You don't know what you don't know. And the main thing I didn't know is that South Point has been doing these contests for a long time, these big bingo contests for a while. And I had absolutely no idea. Um, People informed me, you know, because I met a lot of people there. And I found out this game was paying $600,000 was the total payout for this game. But they actually had games that paid out a million dollars, you know? And and as luck would have it, I think the success of this particular game, as we're getting back into the swing of things, um, this there's another game coming up in November that's going to pay out $750,000. So I see they're getting closer and closer to the $1 million mark and everything. And I, and I got to tell you, I don't blame them. This... I mean, I haven't been to the other ones, I can't tell, but this to me was incredibly successful. There were so many people, you know, it was a massive room, they were doing everything they could to be uh, COVID safe and everything, but still, it was a huge room, and there were a ton of people there. Uh, My estimate, I heard anywhere between 1,500 and 2,000 people. And again, the key part of that that you have to keep in mind is this was all cash, okay? So even though people had already paid for their ticket, even though people had already paid the the $360 to get in, and I'm assuming you're doing it over the phone, and some people I know did it in person, but, but ultimately most of this stuff was done on credit card or whatever, so that's not cash. But when you get to the event, when you're buying your packs, and again, the word being, com- the word competitive comes up, uh, you had to pay everything in cash, okay? So think about that. There are between 1,500 and 2,000 people. And these are serious, serious bingo players, okay? These are not people who are just walking in off the street just trying to have a good time for the hell of it or do something to kill their Saturday night, okay? These are people who are serious, serious bingo players. And so I I just couldn't stop thinking about the amount of money that's going through this place. I mean, basically, you could buy your extra packs. I think extra packs were $25, and you had to get a minimum of two uh, packs for the electronic. But in addition, you know, because most people were playing the electronic packs, uh, if you bought six packs, you got six free. Uh, That was like $150 or something around the range, $150, $120, something like that. Then they had like the, the top end, which was if you bought 18 packs, uh, you got 24 free, but that was like 420, 450, something like that uh, dollars. But there were people who were buying tons of these things. And if you want to be competitive, you have to spend money. And again, even even me, uh, there was no way I was going to go into this contest with a lousy nine on pack and think that I was going to beat other people. Uh, It can happen. I know I'm sure it has happened to people, but the odds were absolutely not in your favor. And South Point had made it so you could buy unlimited packs, okay? Unlimited packs. You could buy as many packs as you wanted, okay? Have I expressed that? Unlimited packs. They had so many people buying packs, they had to uh, detain the start of the game for almost an hour because they had to put more... um, 
packs in the in the computer system. I don't know if I'd mentioned that. This wasn't all paper. You could do paper if you wanted to, uh, but the majority of people did machines. And, you know, if you're going to be competitive, uh, you had to do machines, okay? So they let people buy as many packs as they wanted and to, to such a point that they ran out of electronic packs. They had to sit there for an hour why they program the system to allow more packs to be available to people, okay? That's how crazy this thing was. It was so exciting. I had so much fun. I haven't even started to tell you about this thing, and I'm almost out of time for this one. We're going to make this sucker a two-parter, at least a two-parter. Who knows? This could be a three- or four-parter. There was so much going on. It was so much fun. Please come back uh, to listen to the uh, next episode so you can get even more details. I'm going to go into all this thing. It was fabulous, okay? And a big shout out to South Point because I really enjoyed myself. Thanks. Okay, for this week's Bingo Lingo, we're going to talk about the phrase wild number. Yeah, I know a lot of these things seem very self-explanatory, but just to be clear, so people are uh, understanding the full use of these things. A lot of times when you're playing games, uh, you're playing something that is kind of complicated. It can be something that's a really wild pattern, or it can be something that's going to be difficult to form, or uh, sometimes you're trying to get multiple things, like you're trying to get two hardway bingos, or you're trying to get a triple bingo or something like that. And because some of those patterns can take a long time to form or to get by somebody. You're trying to reduce some of the time because you don't want to keep people there all night. So when that happens, when you have some of these weird patterns or you have multiple types of bingos that bingos that you have to get on a particular uh, page, they'll give you a wild number. Uh, so they'll say, okay, so for this game, the wild number is going to be B5. Okay, so what you're going to do when they say the wild number is B5 is you're going to mark out every number that ends with a 5, and you're also going to mark out B5, okay? So everything that ends with the 5, so that's 25, 15, 55, they're all those numbers you're going to mark out, and hopefully that's going to give you some kind of an advantage in that game. Hopefully it also helps that particular game uh, go a little faster than it would if you didn't have a wild number, uh, you know? So sometimes they give you two or three wild numbers, which is great, because again, hopefully that improves proves your advantage. I mean, it's great if you've got several numbers ending in fives or whatever the wild number is. Uh, my personal favorite, I don't know why, it just seems like I always have a lot of nines. So B9 is, or just nine in general is my favorite wild number. Seems seems like they never call it when I want it, but I always seem to have a lot of nines. I always seem to have a lot of sixes. So I always uh, think those are cool numbers to get. Uh, one they call a lot that doesn't really seem to help me is zero. For some reason, they'll call, you know, B10 or whatever would be the number. So anything that ends with a... Um, a zero is something that you have to mark. So it's a lot of fun. I also think it's kind of funny. I don't know why, but it tickles me a lot of time when you're playing these games. For some reason, even though the caller is the one who's notified you what the wild number is, they always seem to forget. So a ball will pop up in the window and it's sitting there and it's, again, we'll stick with B5. So it's sitting there uh, and it's, what, 25 or whatever, something ending with the five. And the bingo caller is getting ready to say it. And people in the the room start going, wild, wild. (laughs) 
And I always just, I don't know, I just always think that funny. And I, I, I like to call wild myself. I get to scream or something, and it's kind of cool. I have a friend who used to call it weed, weed, and stuff, whatever that was. But then you'll hear that if you're there someplace, and like I said, they're going to have a game, and they say it's going to be a wild number. That's what it is. You're going to sit there and mark out all those numbers that end with whatever that is. Uh, they're generally going to show it on the board, too, so you can see what those numbers are in case you've missed it. Uh, and again, a lot of times they'll have two numbers. But uh, the thing to be careful is, it surprisingly, even though you know what it is, even though they give you time to mark those numbers out, it's amazing how many times you'll look and you go, oh, son of a gun, I forgot to mark this particular number ending in whatever the wild number was. You got to be really careful because as as easy as you would think it would be, it's, it's scary how many times you will actually not recognize that number uh, that that wild number that you have in your in your packs and sometimes you miss it so be very careful I always go through the first time I go back I look this second time and and throughout the game I just keep looking to make sure that I've covered all the wild numbers because you don't want to miss something uh, you don't want to miss a bingo because you neglect it to mark something that was free in the first place so anyway so that's what's a wild number okay and that's it for bingo lingo this week thanks so much Okay, that's the end of this week's episode of The Broke Bingo Attic. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I hope you'll join us for the next episode where I'm going to follow up on the great time I had at South Point and the uh, Super Gala Bingo Tournament. Thanks so much. It's not a game. It's a rat.